0: I don't even know how to introduce myself. I was just thinking
1: the same thing. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Edna J. White. I am your host today on Wounded to Wonderful and Keeping It Real. Today, we are, you are in a destination to know the real people that do the real things, that talk about real things. And we have a, two special guests. I love them dearly. Ever since I've met them, and today we're going to be talking about something that's really dear to my heart, and I think theirs too—spirituality and religion. But it's during the pandemic, and we're going to discuss that topic and get really into it. So let's let's delve into who you are today, my guests.
2: My name is Brenda Simmons, and I'm going to make a joke, which will be real to real. I don't really <laughs> know how to really introduce myself, besides. That I am um, an advocate in the village of Southampton. I am rejoining as we speak. And I love people and I love my community. And I love you too, Edna.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I really do.
0: (laughs) Okay, I am Pamela Donnelly. I am a holistic health coach. I'm the founder of Return to Eden Holistic Health Corp. And I help people get back into shape and heal their bodies through holistic means and through loosely, not loosely, but built on the principles of the Bible. So, um, And I enjoy helping people, and I love meeting wonderful people like you, too, <laughs> lovely ladies. And I look forward to our discussion.
2: Great.
1: So we know that we're experiencing the pandemic. We're still kind of in it, but not in it, sort of. We, and we just had a long discussion about... What's going on? Let's let's take apart spirituality and and religion and I really want to um... Oops! What? <laughs> no, you're here. You're still with My us. <laughs> you're still with us.
2: My screen acted crazy. Okay, there we go. Okay. okay. Oh
1: Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to take apart Let's just start with religion because you know religion as we all know, we all have been in religion, and I want to hear about, you know, what religion, like, religion to you. Let's talk about that first. What is religion? Let's talk about that.
2: Well, th- just talking about my experience with religion, um, we're going to be real today, as we said.
1: Absolutely.
2: Um, I was brought up in the church, and I believe, you know, looking back, I believe I'm, I'm thankful for the principles and it geared me to really read the Bible and read the Word for myself because there was things going on in the church that didn't set right with my spirit, and I didn't understand it. I didn't really grasp what was going on, but it seemed to be, um, for my at my uh, look at it was, is like people had to feel like they needed to get a position in the church and that was a big thing to have a position in the church mm-hmm. and there was a an hierarchy and then there were people that were you know in competition mm-hmm. so my experience with religion and i'm not going to go into it, i'll let pam answer her question with this is that it was very um has pros and cons i guess that's the best way for me to leave mm-hmm. that at this point okay
0: um okay what is religion to me religion is um not a relationship with God. It is. It is. Tweetable, um, everybody. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> It is um, a system that to me is more man made than God made. Um, oh,
1: that's good. I personally good. don't
0: understand. I'm sorry?
1: That was really good. <laughs> that
0: was
1: Thank really you. good. But
0: um, it is really, to me, religion is man taking the word of God and putting his own spin on it. And, you know, why we have different um, congregations, why we have Methodists, Baptists, all, I personally don't, the more I got into the word, I don't fully understand that, because if we all believe in the same Lord and that he rose again on the third, you know, what is the division? It's very clear what the word says, there should be one body, one united
1: Mm -hmm.
0: body under the head of Christ, so... Um, religion to me is a system put in place where it's more based on what we're doing to get the approval of God instead of being Mm. in a relationship with God. Mm. It's not by works, it's by relationship. So Mm -hmm. that's the difference for me with religion. Okay.
1: For me, I think, well, my experience and um, religion in general, for me, was very confusing. Um, Because... um, I was drawing closer to the people and very far from God. I had no real realization of who he was, I only had the idea that he was somewhere out there and behind closed eyes. So I didn't have a concept, I didn't know that he was internal. Um, And learning then, later on, in having something happen to me in my body, I learned that it wasn't nothing external; it had nothing to do with anything external. It had to do all with internal, and also that someone's when someone's preaching to you, they're preaching, they're testifying, they're preaching, they're telling you their journey, not yours. So that was the biggest take from all of that. The, the religion uh-huh. for me, um, I I don't even believe the principles were there because I didn't. Understand them, and until I stepped back from the religious part of it, uh-huh. did I gain the principles? Like I, 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 I saw them for what they really—they were fluid. They were, you know, they were clear because I was totally confused. All of it, like you know, even like Brenda says, even you know, with the way people act, it's like I thought they were supposed to love you, and they were mean and 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 and, and and nasty and um very confrontational and everything was a competition and I was like is this this is didn't seem normal to me as old as I got older it didn't feel normal but I went to church because I was broken and no one had enough sense to say to me you don't belong here you belong in a doctor's office you belong with a therapist no one was strong enough to tell me that or didn't have the information to tell me that so for me religion because I, I even when I was younger I I, I drew to other religions. I, I studied on the Jew under Jewish religion. I went to Buddhist temples. I, I was uh-huh. really like hungry to know what was the difference and honestly there is no difference. It's just said in a different way, <laughs> presented in a different package, and it's just the same. It makes it, it, it floored me when I went to China and found out that Confucius Live the same way Jesus did. And I'm like, what? I thought USA had the patent on this. What are you talking about? I was floored. I couldn't. And they was like, wait, wait, wait. Why would you think that? Everyone has a savior. And it, it, they said that to me. And here I am. I'm the evangelist. Okay, ordained, all that. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm in tears. Because I'm, I'm like, this can't be true. Like, you know, this can't be true. And and they said, no, we believe in God. We just don't talk about him like America does. It's like, ooh, got put in my place. Uh-huh. They, he's, and they, and they, they literally told me, God gives us everything we need from inside. We just got to put it into effect. Uh-huh. And it that really hurt my feelings. Because uh-huh. I thought I had the patent. Like I really did. I really did. thought I had the patent on getting to heaven. Then I was like, and so of course, the person I am, I said to them, So do you believe in heaven and hell? And the person looked at me and they said, Do you believe you can have a bad or a good day? And I was, I started crying again. I was like, This is really making me, this is confused, this is not, it wasn't confusing me. It rang true to me almost. And then I was like, you know, I, I think it was my ego, like, no, you're not going to... I was crying because I was mad that I thought I had it, like, all figured out. And that kind of threw me. So now I'm I'm looking and respecting religions where they are, because a lot of religions don't force themselves on you. There's only certain ones. But when it's peaceable, when religion is peaceable, you know, they're, they're on certain principles. When it's peaceable, it's not forcible. So that's where my experience was with religion. So that was really deep. I, I got me, I'm about to cry now. I'm getting all emotional.
2: Can I just add something? If you sure, don't absolutely. What, what came to me as you were talking was the fact that I'm going to say two words brainwash and cult.
1: Oh, yeah. Look at Pam's face. I'm sorry. Look at Pam's.
2: Face. No, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but you know, those are the those are the two things that you know. I'm thinking about when you were saying that, you're saying that you were so kind of upset because we were so ingrained that this is what it is, and there's no other way, and mm. that's just how it is, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing I think that was, you know, like I said, it was something about. I mean, I, I'm thankful for. I was very young. even in Sunday school, I would raise my hand and ask certain questions because certain things I wasn't sure about or didn't seem right to me. And I was always told, more or less, this is what we say. This is what we believe in Mm -hmm. and whatever. And then I was bold enough to even ask, could you show to me in the Bible? And, of course, then I was Jezebel and all kinds of things. And I individually, you know, I I ended up leaving. But, you know, it was just very interesting when I look back on it It was so many times I would sit there and it was just something that just wasn't right. And I couldn't figure it out. And I'm trying to be obedient. I'm, you know, I was raising the church and Mm -hmm. this is the way you do. And I want to be pleasing to God, you know, but (laughs) just something (laughs) about that whole thing. But like I said, I feel still that it was the pros and cons. It led me to really begin to read the word for myself. Yeah the concordance and all this kind of things and I decided to go and yeah. visit other places as well and I began to see some truth. Yeah. And then some error, obviously.
1: Right. I was looking for the 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 equilibrium in in it all. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for like I wasn't looking the to see thread. yeah the common thread. and I found it. I found I was like wow it's it's all about God. It's all about God. No matter, you know, if we, if, we, if we heard about Christ, that's great. And Christ brings us to God. If Confucius brought them to God, I can't question that. It's, I just can't, because we're not in the same origin or, you know, we read the scriptures, right? We read the scriptures, and we have to remember where, they, what this, where the scriptures and who wrote the scriptures and where they were we don't really apply that most of the time. We don't think, okay, this is a Hebrew nation, and this is what they were, t- you know, this is what was going on at that time. We don't think like that. We read it, and then we don't take those things where they were, what time it was, and what they were assigned to do. We don't think like that. And when I, and I thought about that, the, all of what we were, you know, what I was experiencing, I was like, wow, this may, this this rings true. It's all leading to the same place, to an to an experience with God. It's all leading to that, an experience with God, a journey with God. That's why the walk with, you know that, that footsteps picture that everybody see, one person's walking? Never figured it out until I figured it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because God was already inside. He wasn't carrying us. He was inside of us. We were walking. Mm-hmm. And that's why I figured out. I was like, wow. It makes total sense. Mm-hmm. We just gotta listen to his guiding, you know, where he's telling us to go. But it makes Absolutely. totally total sense, you know. And and I and I'm glad for that. I'm glad for that understanding. What do you think, Pam?
0: Um, my experience was a little different. than I didn't grow up in the church. Okay. Um, and I actually was exploring everything uh, prior, like psychic. Things, gotcha. new age things. I was very heavily involved with, or getting heavily involved with um, Quran. I, I, you know, I was seeking mm-hmm. uh, the the Jewish religion. I actually grew up in uh, Great Neck, where it was. I have a great heavily, affinity to yeah. that. But um, I was seeking, and I was searching, and I, I dabbled in a bunch of different things, and I came to my my faith and belief as I was older. And although I totally relate to what you were saying about the church and how people presented themselves in the country it took me a while. it took me quite some time after getting saved to conclude something's not right something's mm-hmm. I at first I was just so overjoyed you know how it is when you first get absolutely yeah, um, but then I started when I started realizing it wasn't making sense and then you're getting wounded and you on the fences and all this stuff goes on I pulled back and I started getting into the word mm-hmm. and that You know, asking God to reveal Himself to you, Mm -hmm. because every every, no one should be condemning anybody else for their faith. Nobody should be absolutely. You know, there should we walk in love with each other. That um, okay, my journey was different. So I came into Christ in my later years, and I went through the other issues. You know, the other you know, I tried all the different other faiths, and the one that rang true for me was Christ. Was Mm -hmm. You know, but when it's, when I really, and I was blessed to have a few people around me that actually had a loving relationship, you know.
2: Okay.
0: I was like, what do they have that the others don't have? Right. What's going on with them that I'm not seeing with everybody mm-hmm. else? So, it really encouraged me to pull back and look at the word myself and really ask God to reveal himself to me and give me the truth of the scriptures. Yes. Not based on what man's interpretation yes. was. Right. Yeah. But based on what he's telling me for me, my call, my life. Because what I found out is there's a lot of, pro- like you said, there are different positionings. And some people are very gifted in the Lord. Absolutely. And, um there would be a prophet that would, you know, God would tell them something. And this is something I had. And then I would, in my youth, you know, in my youngness in, in Christ, I would say, oh, God told me that. Yeah, yeah. And people would be like, no, that's not, no, that's not what God's saying. God's saying this. And it would so confuse me. And right. I'd be like, ha, and I would believe them because they had more maturity in the world. There Lord you go. Exactly. You know, and then it may, it caused so much problems that you both can relate to. So Absolutely. when I I pulled back and I asked the Lord right. through Christ, to reveal himself and Jesus and the Holy Spirit to me. Right. That's when I started to develop a way. Actually, for seven months, I was studying the scriptures on love. Mm-hmm. Right. And that transformed mm-hmm. my walk Right. with him. And that transformed my relationship with him. I actually... As much as I love men and I love relationships, the, the relationship with God satisfied me so much. It actually transcended into the physical presence of God upon my life and right. upon me. Right, And satisfied me in a way that no man could. And
1: that's the way it's supposed to be.
0: And, you know, and that was a it huge really blessing. transform transformed me. So for me, I do, you know, believe in Christ. I do believe in, in the scriptures as he revealed it to me. And right. that's what I say for everyone. You have to seek God on your, you know, it's great when you you do need to be, you know, brought into the word. Um, You know, it does help to have some people um, preach, but based on the word of God, not based on opinion, you Mm -hmm. know, sharing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But then at some point you can't rely on that. You have to, you can't be spoon fed. You have to start eating meat and start getting a revelation for yourself. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Listen. The, the apostles stayed with Jesus three years. What are we doing? Stop st- saying he told them to go. Yep. Three years. Mm-hmm. Okay? we're staying, I stayed 27. I, that was my brokenness that stayed because I was looking right, for something. Right. My brokenness stayed. But I knew, I think I knew way before because I started questioning. I started. Well, what's up? What about this scripture? Well, that's the, you know they, they would you know they would give me answers that I was like that doesn't make any sense because if you're saying this is ambiguous then the whole thing is ambiguous but that doesn't make any sense. Tell me what that means and I really wanted to know. It wasn't that I was trying to stir up anything. I really no, you were seeking. I really wanted to know and I had I had this one question about Joyce Myers and you remember when Joyce Myers came out right? So I was like so. where I was going to church, women wore dresses that was to to depict that we were women and that was it. Okay, that was it. And they weren't short, they were very long. Okay, so I said, well, how is Joyce Meyers preaching such an amazing word and then going to Africa and building these, you know, like bringing water to these villages that don't have water Mm-hmm. and she's going to hell that would I- 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 they couldn't even answer they were saying me.
0: she was going to hell yes
1: because she wore pants Oh my gosh!
0: because she wore crazy. pants Are
1: you- <laughs> yes because she wore pants and now because she wore yeah, pants because she wore pants she was going to hell so I was like I don't understand but we don't do that but she's doing something that's helping the world but she- God's going to punish her for doing something for the world because she wore pants while she did it? And I really wanted to know. And it, and, and there was no answer for it. Then the second question that kind of... Uh, when wow. I started I started um, really questioning a lot of things, I was, um, we was all praying at the altar. And I remember um, I heard a voice call my name. And I thought somebody was in the office calling me to do something. So I got up and I went in, not checking to see who was sitting around. I just went in and I was like, Why am I hearing my voice? And there was nobody in the office. And then as I turned to go back out of the office, something said, Look. Like it was like clear as day. And so I looked and I was and and I was looking at them. That you know, we were praying. We were praying and we were just praying, and, and everyone was like on the floor, like, like literally on the floor. And the Spirit said, just ask. And I was like, what? And I was totally, like totally, now I'm totally more confused, because I'm like, I'm hearing these voices. They told me, first of all, they told me that God didn't speak to me, because I was, first of all, I was divorced. That wow! Was, that was number one. Wow. Not, not talking to me. Not talking to me. Number two, I was a woman. Not talking to me. I have a head that I have to go to that talks to me. Talks to them to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, but I knew God talked to me because I was little when I was five years old, and my great great grandparents never taught me. Never went to church. They were they were slaves. They were freed, and I lived with them, and they they sang and they. They they prayed and it wasn't like it wasn't like religiosity. It was it was something that was just so simple. They get up and it was like simple. It wasn't you got to do this. You got it wasn't like that. It was just so smooth. I didn't even realize it was spiritualism. Do you know? I didn't know what it was. And I knew I knew, I knew God because I used to always write to him. And I was like, this no way. How is he not talking to me now? But those things those things. Kind of got me into. I spent six months like Pam did, six months searching. Okay, God is God is love. Let's go. I got the Greek. Got the Greek. Um, the Greek. Um, dictionary. I got the Webster's dictionary. I got all these. I I bought dictionaries. Me and another friend of mine. We searched the Bible. All the things that we thought were what they we thought they were or what we told they were. Uh-huh. Kind of were not. we're not. And we kind of chalked it up to, we thought they were mature because they were older, but they weren't mature. They just heard something and they repeated that. And they were, they didn't learn. They didn't want to go above that. We did more in six months than than we did in our 27 years. Wow. Yeah. So religion can take you to places that you don't want to go sometimes. And what, did you guys ever feel physically sick? Were you oh, ever, you know, when you were in church? Did, did you ever feel? Oh, physically Oh yeah,
0: different s- points. Sure. Yeah, different
1: mm-hmm. points. You felt physically sick, right? I was experiencing that too. Yeah, the, the the physical part of it. You know, I I felt. I don't know. I don't know what it, I I don't know what to call it.
0: But that's a, there's a spiritual part to that as well. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like sure. so, yeah. the
1: physical sickness. I couldn't put my hand on it. Like where where, where I was going, they always just say like we'd have two services. <laughs> and I know um, Brenda's gonna say something about this, but we'd have like a break and then we would have eat upstairs or you know we eat. <laughs> so we go upstairs and of course it's the proverbial collard greens with more meat than collard greens um fried chicken macaroni um yellow rice cornbread and then we you know we gobble that up and with potato salad no t- yeah potato salad and we gobble and that up potato salad Ta- oh no and Kool-Aid and Kool-Aid Kool-Aid and Coke and Coke or uh Pepsi and okay. then we come back downstairs and then everybody be like lethargic and sleepy and you know, I never ate any of that food because I, I just my my body couldn't take it, and I wasn't, I didn't eat like that. So I would always just wonder, like, because I was the worship leader. I always just wonder why is it so hard in second service? It was carbs. It yeah. was the carbs that so physically we we were doing damaging things, and addition we were fasting as well and then gorging. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't right? Don't we don't were fasting, don't Brenda. Don't. Brenda. Were we not... Did we not...
0: Please, did please. Did you guys go to the same church? No! Because no. oh, no. I'm like, I didn't go. Okay, you I did had a not. different experience. It yeah, was, no, a, it was a totally
1: different... We totally different churches. We probably knew each other, but we didn't go to the same church yet. But
2: okay.
1: Brenda, tell me, didn't we fast for like, maybe 40 days? Remember the 40 Stuff days? Like that. Or three days? And then we'd have like a dinner and then we'd...
0: Wait, you'd close the fast with that kind of food?
1: Absolutely. You would...
0: Okay.
1: Absolutely. okay. Uh, am I
2: wrong?
0: No, you're not. <laughs> you're not.
2: Wow. I and, think... You know, the other thing, just to, to, to you know, turn about about the praise and worship, I was the praise and worship leader as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after a while, you know, um, later on and as I began to, you know, be, go out to do praise right. and worship... I began to really get it that, and then I began to verbally say this, that you're supposed to come there. Right. You know, we're supposed to pump you up, pump you up. You know? say words. that was a challenge for me after a while. And that was getting so bold after a while that I would actually say, say that, that as too. I would have started the praise and worship. Me too. You know, I'm not, it's, it's not no show. This is not no entertainment. You know, you're <laughs> come here with it, you know. So that was, you know, with so many things. Pamela, I'm going to say this to you, girlfriend. You were <laughs> blessed not to have to deal with it. So, you know, because I've, I've said that I've had to undo. And, you yeah. know, it was damaging to me for a lot of years. Absolutely. I had to deal with a lot of things in my life. And one of them was also. When I got divorced, I got I got married when I was 20. I was divorced by 24, 25, and I remember in the church they told me I could never get married again as yep. long as my husband was alive.
1: Told me the same thing.
2: I was I was devastated. I'm like, oh my God, you know, and I believed it because I mean. What else did I didn't know? They're and then finally to know, when I was yeah. began to to you know go to visit other churches, and they were actually white and Caucasian churches, believe it or not, that I was visiting. And I happened to ask that question. And they would look to me like I was crazy. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yes. Sounds no, familiar. No, no. And then also sad part about it is I had an abusive marriage. So I'm saying, how are you telling me the missionaries are telling me I need to stay there, I need to stay there, I need to stay there. And I'm like, no, you want me to stay here while <laughs> I get abused? It's not real, you know? So it was right. so many things that, you know, I know we ended up talking about COVID, too, but it was so many things even with that, um, even with COVID that um, I experienced when I was in St. Martin, because, you know, certain certain areas are very religion mm-hmm. religious when it comes to certain things, and the fear, you know, you think that we're not supposed to fear, but the fear that went on that I heard and saw and experienced when I was in St. Martin was interesting opposed to me hooking up with some roster people mm-hmm. who was really free and talking about, you know, like Pam was talking about the herbal way of yeah. you know, living and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I interviewed this one gentleman named Jabash, and I'll make it really short, and um, he's. I said, I want to interview you. I want to ask you, what do you recommend that would help our, build up our immune system?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And what he said to me, and I'll just stop at this. He said to me, it's not about your immune system. It's about your fear and your negative. That is
1: correct. Talk. That is correct. Yeah. I totally believe that. I totally believe that to the fullest. I really do. I know, And I know Pamela has a lot to say about that.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Scripture says, I pray above all things that you prosper and be in good health. That's even as my your favorite. That's my favorite. That's the soul prospering, you know, the, that's a huge, that, that affects our immune system. And actually, as we said, the last time we spoke, you know, neuroscience and quantum physics is backing that up, you know, our emotional state, our mental state have everything to do with our immune system. And how strong. Yeah. So that, and God knew that. That's not news to, to him, but, nope. it, you know, and going back to the, the church, it's not that I didn't go through anything thing, you know, I was a worship, I did, I was a praise dancer. Wow, isn't twice. that something? I didn't yeah. even know oh, that either. Yeah, worship here, um, but it, it's just, I, huh? <laughs> I just said hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. But, um, I did things... Man runs the church so there's going to be issues. It's, sure. it's you know and and God has got to be first and foremost. Yes, absolutely. Not otherwise we all have to unlearn things. We yes. all have to allow yes. God to strip us of what we thought. Right. God actually said to me, "Let go of everything you think you know of me." I'm like, "What do you what do you said mean?" Said that, that to me too. To? Right? And Said that to and, me. And that was huge for me. I had to yes. really allow him you mm-hmm. re-educate me, on right. that. and I'm still in that process, quite honestly,
1: you know. it's it, That is, yeah, we all are. I think that that was the biggest thing when I had that car accident, and my car accident was, I was coming from shut-in. And I know Brenda knows about shut-ins. I don't know if you know, Pamela, yes, but yes, I was ma'am. coming from shut-in, okay? And my grief was, I remember thinking this, like, you know, all my children had, had, had you know, were grown up and they could make decisions on their own. And I wasn't going to force them to come to church. And I'm like, no one's here anymore. What's the use of me being here? Somebody has to give me answers. I remember this going through my mind. And when I, you know, I, I was coming home. It was like 6 a.m. And the area where I was, was, was very, it was known for a lot of deers. So I, I, it was my first encounter with them at, at all. And I remember hitting the deer, like it was literally came out of nowhere because it was foggy. And it, 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 I remember seeing it and hitting it and trying to swerve from the second one. I hit an oncoming car and then hit a utility pole, pushing wow. the, pushing the engine into on, onto my lap, literally. And each break, each break, I heard my wrist break first, oh. and then I heard. Then when I slammed into the pole. I remember my, I felt my nose break and the, the, the top of my head shift down. This, I felt the blood trickling, but the, the, the engine was searing me. Now, these, I say these things just to, just because I wanted, I wanted to, I think it was the best day of my life. Because it saved my life, because I knew God was talking to me. And so when I, you know, um, the blessing was, I... Slammed into the, the utility pole by a fire department. The guy who, who was a, a fireman, and he reached into the car and he says, "You're going to be all right." And he, and of course, I had my, I'm I'm you know I'm the the, the churchgoer with the Bible on the seat. Nobody's with me, and my phone's tucked in the Bible. He calls the last number, which is my mother. So he calls he calls her and tells her she's on her way to hospital. I um had two. Um, both of my lungs were collapsed, and I was still talking. Um, I had broken hip, dislocated hip, broken wrist, uh, wrist, ankle, and femur. The femur shot out my leg while I was sitting there. Oh, wow. um, and I, a whole lot of other uh, lacerations. Um, I knew that God, and, and it was funny, because the scripture that came to me, how can new wine... Into old wineskins, it came to me that day, and I was like, Whoa! But when I say the experience, I'm getting chills now. But when I say that experience, the entire eight months, God taught me something that was magical. When I went into the hospital, you know, I th- I'm the big evangelist, you know, everybody, my title should be on my chart. That's what I'm thinking, you know, they're gonna treat me special. Yeah right. <laughs> okay, so um, they treated me just like everyone else, but they they treated me with kindness, and I had to rely on memory for scripture to in order to feel better. But if I knew God, I would have been able to feel better. Mm. And I and it was it was so enlightening to me. One lady came up to me. She got, I heard your mom talking. You're an evangelist in the church. Do you want a Bible? And I was like, I couldn't, first of all, I couldn't even read it. I couldn't even hold it because both arms were in in braces. So that was out of the question. So I said, you know, I said, yeah, like, but that was methodical. Yeah, you know. I was in a room with a lady that um, had a double mastectomy. She was like 74. And she cried every night, every night. And I couldn't talk because I had a trach. So once it came out and I was one of my um my friend's daughters made me sing cuz I wouldn't sing anymore and and so I was singing to her and it calmed her down. One day I was singing um what God has for me it is for me. I sang that song to you know and I was singing it to her and she died. And it humbled me so because I said, you know, just knowing God and just having a relationship I didn't have a relationship with God I was learning that this these people the way we treat people the way we you know love people is church
0: Absolutely, Amen.
1: that's church you know um, mm-hmm. it, just being a monk to be able to be if, if you couldn't do anything but smile mm-hmm. that was church you know giving somebody your smile giving giving somebody your energy that you know everything's going to be okay, that was church and mm-hmm. the, just the lessons that, that I learned i mean i, I couldn 't walk for like four months, four months they told oh. me they told me eight um but i I defied that i walked i I walked let me mm-hmm. tell you, I learned to walk, and then being in nature, just being in nature, oh my goodness it's it nice. gave it it, it it gave me the oneness he taught me oneness. I was touching the trees as I walked. I walked every day. Every day. First it was one mile, then it ended up to be five miles. And he taught me oneness. I am one with you and you are one with me. That was our ritual. And I'm like, I, how did I miss this? Don't you feel that way?
2: Yeah, you know, me and nature, I don't even know how I would uh, survive without it. You know. not I mean, I'm, uh, people think I'm a little weird, and I really don't care. You get to an age, as you guys probably you know, you <laughs> don't care anymore. But, I mean, even looking at the uh, uh, when I was in St. Martin, I, every day, almost every single day, I had a place in Grand Cost where I went to see the sunset. Mm-hmm. In the morning sometime, I would go to another particular place to see the sunrise. Mm-hmm. Then there were times where... I would always be on my balcony, and after rain, I saw the most beautiful rainbow. And I would look up in the sky sometime, and it was just something about the sky. So that oneness, and I, I go to the ocean all the time. I, I mean, that's something I've done the last few days lately, just to even get me peace. You right, know? right. But if it wasn't for nature. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have to, you know, they talk about, you know, you move somewhere. I said, if I ever, ever did move anywhere, I had to be around water. I had to be yes. somewhere yeah. close to the water. Yeah. I had to be.
1: What do you think, Ken? I
0: agree. I, I agree 100%. God once told me to find him in everything. In That's the cool.
1: yeah. It's
0: mm-hmm. even the person that's aggravating the crap out of me. He's in there. So, you know, yeah. find him in all things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the trees, you know, I need energetically, I didn't understand it at first, but I have to be near the water, as mm-hmm. you, Brenda. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I live so, you know, close to the water over here, because especially when things are going wrong, but that's yeah, where too. I unite with him, you yes, know. Me um, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, you have a hopefully you have your place in your room in your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You spend time with him, but when it gets really intense, gotta go. Yeah, gotta, gotta,
1: gotta go. go. <laughs> gotta get, mm, <laughs> gotta <laughs> go. So, ladies, we've talked about um, religion. We've talked about some some a little bit of spirituality, but I I know that the COVID nineteen pandemic tested everyone's spirituality, their well being, even atheists and believers alike. Let's talk about how you've seen it happen you know with what you're seeing happening with the pandemic with people's balance with religion and spirituality
2: you know i you know this is where again i said before this is where the pro came the pros come in about me learning the word um and having the word in me mm-hmm. you know and how it could come up because, and, and you know, I have to say it was times where, you know, I was in St. Martin and, I, you know, I was here and it was very different for me being in St. Martin and hearing everything that was going on here in the States. It was so, I don't know how to explain it, you know, hearing all the deaths and even knowing people that I knew that died. <laughs> and it was just so... um so challenging for me. It was a lot of ministers and a lot of pastors that was dying, and so it kind of gave me a thought of saying, you know, where are we really? You know, yeah. And during this pandemic, um, um, yeah, I I, I got very closer <laughs> to him, you know, mm-hmm. and um, but I also, like I said, I also experienced being around people who were just fearful. I mean, beyond what I can tell you, the fear within them was so devastating even to see it in their faces you know but then you had people that I was around that was very calming and they were at the same place we were you know so during this pandemic I think it was um a time for everybody to recognize of course I think some people heard they were still like it was the end of the world and God was coming you know the next day yeah. or before the week was out you know those things and you know we've been hearing that you know don't get me wrong I don't want to say this the wrong way but we've been hearing that for a long time and we know he's gonna come you know mm-hmm. um but it was very challenging and very interesting to see and be around different people um like i said the gentleman that i interviewed jabas Rasta, it was just something about a lot of a few of the caribbeans always kept such a calm relax everything's gonna be okay position and just being around them alone kept me in a good
0: place.
1: Mm -hmm. That's good. That's
0: awesome. Um, As far as for myself, um, with COVID, that's an interesting question uh, because I saw it on several different levels. Uh, On the practical side, my father, unfortunately, was one that passed away from COVID uh, in in the height of it. So I had that practical side, me being a holistic health coach. It was very difficult for me.
1: I imagine how so.
0: it was handled. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the whole thing how it was handled. Um, as far as spiritually, um, I saw and felt a great deal. The, for a couple of weeks here, there was even in the atmosphere such fear. Yes, yeah, such such fe- I mean, you could step out your door and just feel yes the fear. And it was just like, I, and I really had to stay centered on the Lord to not allow that to enter yeah. in. Um, and by the grace of God, it, it did not. But um, I, like yourself, Brenda, I I was blessed to see a lot of people. There were a lot of people very fearful, and you do your best to encourage them to mm-hmm. you know, be in peace, to be in faith, to, you know, that we will come through this. But then there were people that had such faith that were just so calm and trusting God and you know I I also noticed that it brought out whatever was in us, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know who whatever we carried was brought out from this situation. That's it. That's
1: it. That's true. That's it. You
0: know. So and that I found extremely interesting. And there was no uniformity in it. It was so diverse. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. So that that's what I noticed. Yeah.
1: I found that even with the when the COVID did hit and the cancellation of religious you know, um, gatherings, how everyone, you know, churches were affected, synagogues, mosques, all of it, all places of worship was, were, were literally boom, shut down, closed over. Everybody. Yeah. And everyone was able to pull themselves together. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were able to take that faith and say, they transcended it from, it's not the building any longer.
2: Right.
1: It was, yeah, now true. it's me, because I'm here by myself, or I'm here with the family. How do I keep it together? And mm-hmm. COVID, I think out of that COVID, the COVID-19, it's teaching us individual spirituality. It's all of us are really getting, you know, universally, a lot of us are getting it. I'm not, you know, I'm not. I don't want to say everyone, but a, a lot of us are getting it. What matters? Well, the church is really your family. Uh-huh. If you, if you're not raising them, and you're not taking care of them. How you gonna tell somebody else to live the way they're supposed to? You know, we go back to our first loves. Go back to ourselves. Our first loves is us. Like you know, we gotta love ourselves before we love anybody. I'm seeing a lot of that no matter what like you know my my one of my friends her sister died you know um in the covid as well and my condolences to you Pam um and she you know she was distraught you know but she was like you know she kind of turned it around she goes you know she she read this poem and I'm getting I'm getting emotional but she said um that my you know everyone says that you know these that covid-19 that she's number whatever but my sister's not a statistic my sister knew how to love me knew how to talk to me she's not a statistic and it it, it still gives me chills the way she said it and she wrote a, like this beautiful poem and i was like she got it like you know you get you get wholesome things from like tragedy it, it's 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 you know it's I, I don't know how to say it but it, it, it that's the way it happens sometimes is that You get the wholesome things, the wholesomeness that you need to really sustain you from tragedy. And I think this COVID situation really has brought that out in a lot of us. Um, They brought us back to spirituality, the relationship to create a a real relationship with God. And, you know, I'm thinking about, even thinking about you, Pam, is like holistically, we can even go get into now, like have being lined up here, we can actually listen to our bodies and say, well, we're not supposed to have that. We're supposed to have this. We're not supposed to doing this. And we can start lining up holistically. Am I right to say that?
0: Well, you can use it as an opportunity
1: to yeah, that's uh, it. Yes.
0: learn to build your... Because honestly, if our immune systems are strong, we'll find that God made our bodies so incredibly well. That we can, I believe that we can fight anything, but we have to make sure our immune system is where it mm-hmm. was created to be. So, yeah, we can use it as an opportunity to say, you know what, we as a nation, we need to strengthen our immunity. Right. Because we're, we're dealing with so much toxicity in the right. environment, in our right. households, and you know, we really need to do up it a notch on how right. we take care of ourselves and line it up with the way we were created to be, you
1: know? Mm-hmm. Do you think that um faith in this COVID has increased faith or has it, you know, kind of degenerated? What what have you seen or what do you feel?
0: Um, On a whole, I believe it's been an individual thing. Like I said, I don't believe it's been – I don't see a uniformity with everybody. Right. Some people are still scared. Some people right. are still – clutching the mat you know and and really Mm -hmm. uptight and other people are in peace but i believe what it did was like probably any other crisis or tragedy it reveals where we need to work on the areas we need to work on Uh that we need to strengthen it reveals that so um and from for myself personally i i i thank god that i have faith in him and I believe that he protects me from these things, but I also am not stupid, and I know I need to do <laughs> the things that I need to do naturally yeah. to support, you know, what he's given me. Right. So, did that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Bridget, okay. what do you think?
0: It definitely
2: heightened my faith, you yeah. know. I always felt like I've had faith, but i, I de- it definitely heightened my faith. Mm. And there's, you know, some things I used to really be, you know, like uh, 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 just really stayed in on. And one of them that I'm going to say is, my body will function in the perfection that God created to function. And my body rejects any disease, any malfunction of my body. That's good. Send
1: that to me. I'm going to have him say that. Send that to me. And
2: during this time, you know, that came back to me. And I began to speak that and I began to share that. With others. That's because nice. you got to speak over your body. You got to speak over your body. Because That's I did right. a, you know, not to make a long drawn out of it, but I had did a long study about how your brain, you could speak to your body. Yeah. You know, you can speak to your body. And I believe that. And I put, when things happen to me like this, and I learn something and it grips me, I put it into practice immediately. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to prove this thing is for real. Right. And it, it is real. Yeah. It is real. But I, I say that to say that my faith heightened. During this time and things that I used to do that I stopped doing or neglected to do, I got right back. It came right back to me. And that's one thing that, you know, I I was it every day, sometimes twice a day. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I'll mention is that um, when I was going through a really bad divorce, um, the Lord brought something back to me and he actually like played a video for me. When I was going through this divorce in this house, and I was going through so much with my kids and everything, but I was walking, he actually showed me walking through my house, Mm -hmm. tears rolling, but I was saying, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. And that, mm, (laughs) that's what he brought back to me. Mm. Right when I was in St. Mark, and simple things those two simple things he brought back to me and once I put those into practice I was good yeah I feel good
1: well see I was just gonna say though uh, give me some some simple practices now you don't went ahead and started (laughs) no both of you did (laughs) (laughs) so because I wanted to wrap it up and, and kinda get some spiritual practices that our audience can kinda do themselves that we've been grounded in ourselves as um, women of god and actually queens of the most high so i wanted to um... you know just get some spiritual practices that that ground you
2: the other thing too i'll add which i mentioned earlier and i know pam agreed with me was the importance of having less stress Absolutely. Besides eating, eating is a big thing as well, but having less stress. I mean, since I came back, you know, I'm going to, you know, be very transparent. I came back to a lot of things. I was away for seven months instead of five months this time, or six months because of COVID. But when I got back, it was so much going on here. I'm executive director of this museum. So I was taking care of that. And then there was a lot of political stuff going on here. And I found myself, after two weeks of just being back, I was like, I felt like I was like going in like a, like in a circle. Something was, you know, was totally different mm-hmm. from being in a calm, relaxed atmosphere in the Caribbean, you know. But I had to get a grip. And I did exactly what we do, Pam. I went to the ocean. And I was there for hours. I had to just regroup and regroup. But I had to really realize what was going on. You know, I had to make myself, I had to discipline myself to stop. Get off this roller coaster. It's going to drive you nuts. Stop it. And physically, I stopped. I had headaches. I wasn't feeling good. Mm -hmm. It was just bad. It was bad. It was really bad. So one thing we have to practice is to be stressed as much as we can, be Mm stress-free. Have to. Yeah, we, we
1: can't Absolutely. take things on ourselves. Um, a lot of times, as women, as nurturers, we kind of take things on, oh, um, that person or that thing, oh, that you. we're so concerned about it, but we shouldn't take that on. We pray about it and release it or, or affirm it to them, but we shouldn't take it on. Like, we have to hold it close to our chest, and we really don't have to.
0: You yeah, well, I think that's incentive.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. One thing I'll just add real quick is the other thing that um, was very profound for me was also is um, saying goodbye to some negative people. Mm-hmm. There you go. Saying That's no.
1: <laughs> no with a period and not explaining nothing. No And some with a period. of
2: it <laughs> was connected to family. Yeah. But that was the hardest part for me. And I'm still... Being, I'm being transparent. Yeah. I'm still going through a little of that right now right. as we speak. Right. But, you know, that's the other thing that was really kind of challenging because you think family is blood and whatever, whatever. But I was definitely um, informed that family is human, too, yeah. you know. And it's so, you know, we'll talk about this another time and not directly, too, about family. But people in general, with that jealousy, that green-eyed monster is very dangerous. And, and we have to understand and know and recognize
1: Yeah, let it say go. say
0: goodbye.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, let it go. You have to let it go. Pam, what were you going to say?
0: Well, I was when you said you, we hold it close to our hearts a, a lot of us, especially if we're helping other people tend to be uh, a bit sensitive, empathic. We have the tendency to absorb the things around us and I was going to say exactly what you said, <laughs> Brenda. It's the people for, I notice it even with most of my clients said it's the people around them. Mm-hmm. It is the people around them that is the most, the more sensitive mm-hmm. you are spiritually or emotionally, the more that affects you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it does. So that is when, it, when I had early stages of cancer, I, I removed all the toxins. Within three months, I was in remission. How?
2: People yes, reasons. my body was, uh,
0: I was younger then, but it was by removing all the toxins, mm-hmm. being, you know, in all realms of my life. You right. know, I changed the food. Got rid of whatever jobs, because I was working like three jobs at the time. Got rid of everyone Mm -hmm. that stressed me out. Mm -hmm. Three months, body recovered that quick. Mm -hmm. You know, because removing that which is hindering the flow of health and life. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, ladies, this has been so good that I got to have you back. Um, Just, I don't even know what topic, We, we can go on and on about any topic. But uh, it was really a blessing for me um, to talk about spirituality and religion during the pandemic and hearing your experiences and definitely want to keep everything that you have shared with us and um, let the audience know that we'll, you guys are going to be back. So I'm very happy that you Thank all you are Pam. here. Um, it's a pleasure and meeting
2: you, Pam. And I, we have to talk.
1: Yeah, right, I, will right, to, I will t- connect you to. I will connect you to. What me I'm stay. going to do is have like a, um, a greet, meet and greet. Oh, we're gone. And that is the end of it. And I want to say good night. This is Edna J. White, Wounded to Wonderful Radio. Have a wonderful night. And if you have any comments, any questions, uh, any topic that you want to talk about, please reach out to me at E D N A J. W-I-T-E-11 at com, Or you can find me on Facebook in my group called Wounded to Wonderful. Or my name, Edna J. White. This is Edna J. White, your host, signing off. Have a great evening.